you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Wednesday, December 28th, and this is NFL Total Access, the podcast. I'm MJ Acosta-Ruiz. Brian Baldinger joining me. Yeah, we have the reins right now because Andrew Levy, a regular host, is uh-huh. uh, away for a few days. But don't worry, he will be back. Today, Baldy, let's focus in on the QBs because they've given us Plenty to talk about this week, especially today with the news out of Las Vegas. Derek Carr on the bench. Mm-hmm. Josh McDaniels announcing that. We're going to go ahead and, and start Jarrett uh, the last couple games of the season here. You know, we're, none of us is happy with where we're at. Um, but we think it's a, an opportunity to, um, you know, evaluate a younger player who hasn't had much time to play. Um, you know, uh, talking to Derek, uh, who was great. Um, you know, he understands uh, the scenario that we're in and the situation and um, very supportive of the two young guys. Uh, that Those three guys obviously have worked together hand-in-hand hand all year and, um, you know, he'll do anything he can to help them. Immediate reaction. Well, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm surprised and not surprised. I mean, it was a p- real poor performance mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh. Yep. On Saturday night, uh, three second-half interceptions. The last one with a chance to really go down and win the game. Missed Hunter Renfro wide open. Fires down the field for Renfro. And it's intercepted by Sutton at the Steelers' 30. And they're all celebrating on the far end zone on a throw that might just have ended the Raiders' season. Uh, It's just a terrible throw. But if you look at the season right now, He's, he leads the league in interceptions with 14. He's the 26th-ranked quarterback in the league. And this, it's almost impossible to be ranked that low, MJ, when you have the leading rusher in the NFL. It's wild. When you can run the ball as well as Josh Jacobs has consistently run the ball, the way I think their offensive line has really come together. I love Colton Miller and Dylan Parm. And some of the guys up front have played really well. You would think with what they have, 
they would be so much more productive in the passing game. And it falls on the quarterback. It just yeah. does. And he has not played well. That was a poor performance. I know the weather was horrible. But Kenny Pickett didn't seem to have any problem in the final drive, Ooh, making completions. That part. And, uh, you know, just the timing with some of his receivers, it's just, it's in week 16, you just can't have the miscommunication that we saw. Yeah, this is the second most um, interception he's thrown in his career. Let's get some more stats on here. We got Jonathan Bassey, our researcher extraordinaire. What have been uh, Derek Carr's stats this season so far? It's, it's been kind of nuts because we've had games. It's a low games, percent. He's completing for sure. less than 61% of his And passes. we've had games where Devontae Adams has gone off yep. and Josh Gabe, Jacobs has gone yep. off and the run game and it seems balanced. And then Bassey, everything sort of falls apart. So there's been inconsistency for sure. Yeah, he's tied for a career high with 14 interceptions. He is uh, having a completion percentage of 60.8, below 61, yep. Baldy said. Just a down year. Especially after getting the contract that he got at the beginning of the season. What was it, 121.5, 125.1? You know, he signed a three-year, 121.5 mil this offseason. Mm. It's 40.5 milli a year. Yeah. That's rough, Baldy. Well, you got to earn it. Mm-hmm. You got to earn it, MJ. And so, you know, the, the, the number's big, but that's kind of the going rate for yeah. top flight guys. But yeah. you have to go earn it. And when you don't earn it, you kind of take a seat on the bench. And, you know, you can basically say that Derek Carr is going to be looking for work next year someplace else. I mean, that's yeah. what it looks like. Um, you know, Jared Stidham is a backup quarterback. He's going to start. Uh, but, you know, you really can't. At this point, if you want to trade him, if you want to move him, you got to make sure that he's healthy and mm-hmm. you can't afford any injuries at the end of the season. I'm sure that's part of it as well. Business decisions always come down yep. to it at the end of the day. All right, there are a lot of other quarterbacks that are feeling pressure. At the top of my list, it has to be Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, especially what we've seen from him over the past few weeks. Boot to the left and Prescott's picked off. Here comes Sweat down the right sideline. Joshua Sweat's going to turn this into a pick six. Prescott in the gun, throws it over the middle. That's intercepted. It's being returned down the right side to the 20, Jenkins to the 10, Jenkins into the end zone, and the Jaguars have beaten the Cowboys in overtime. We heard them say before this sort of interesting stretch here towards the end of the season, there was a lot that they needed to clean up. Yeah. That still hasn't really been cleaned up, and we're almost at the playoffs. Well, they're scoring points. You know, they're they're putting Mm -hmm. points up on the board. They did against Jacksonville. They did against the Eagles. That's good. Uh, Dak can take some credit for that. I thought he played better against Philadelphia than he did Jacksonville. But, you know, look, these quarterbacks are only going to get measured by how they perform in the postseason. Totally. They're going to the postseason again, you know, and he's got one playoff win. And so Kurt Warner always talks about, do you have big game genes? Mm. And so, you know, Dak is, everybody loves Dak. Dak's a leader. Dak's the face of the franchise. He conducts himself in a great way. But ultimately, it comes down to production. And can you raise your level of play and raise the level of play of people around you when you get to the postseason? That's right. And we have seen certain guys that are able to do that. And that's where Dak is at right now. So they're going to finish with a nice record, you know, and wherever they finish, they finish. But it's going to be a good record. He's, you know, he missed those four starts or five starts, you know, with the injury. But he's come back. He's healthy. You know, and now it's it's time. It's time to uh, whatever the stats are really don't make any difference. It's how you play in the postseason. They can't afford to get bounced out. Zero percent. Like they did last year against San Francisco. They just can't afford to do that. Do you think they'll win more than one game in the post? Well, we'll see what the matchup is. You know, we've got to wait and see what the matchup is. Uh, I don't know who they're going to play right now. I mean, if they would face San Francisco, I wouldn't favor them against San Francisco. That's rough. Uh, They beat Minnesota. I think they could beat Minnesota. So um, there's – but it doesn't matter. I mean, they weren't expected to lose to San Francisco last year, and they did, and they lost badly. Yeah. What if it's Tampa? Well, uh, (laughs) 
whoever it might be. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dallas is in a position where they have to win playoff games. Right. Like this, it, it's just been too long of a drought. Kurt, I mean, even Troy Aikman talks about how long a drought it is since they've won meaningful playoff games, since they've yeah. won a Super Bowl. It's a quarter of a century now. They haven't been to the NFC Championship game since 1995, to your point, Baldy. All right, uh, let's stick in this division because Washington, mm-hmm. there's never, we're never starved for headlines when it comes out of Washington. And now we're back somehow to the Carson Wentz-Taylor Heineke debate. We've talked about this earlier in the week. I'm a big fan of Heineke, not just because of what he put on this field, despite of the the issues with ball protection that we've seen as of late, but his locker room presence, the way that he leads this team, and at the end of the day, I still sort of trust him more than I do Carson Wentz. I do too. Yeah. I do too. And really, you know, what happened last week against a great defense, I mean, they got stuffed on the goal line on fourth and one. Could have, could have scored there. They got stuffed at their mm-hmm. own 34-yard line on fourth and one. Uh, in a 14-7 game, you give the, back, the ball back to the 49ers, and they score, and you take the lead at 21-7. I mean, Taylor Heineke moved the team. Yeah. Now, when Nick Bosa hits you, you know, the ball's going to come loose. It just is. Like, it'd be Period. a better job if they protected against Nick better than they did. Uh, those things do happen. Heineke's in trouble. The ball is out. It pops up in the air, and it's a turnover. Bosa's second sack caused a fumble here. You know, Carson came in in garbage time and uh, put up a touchdown and, you know, looked, you know, made some splash plays like he's capable of doing. But I don't see the consistent play from Carson that I see from Taylor Heineke. For example, mm. everybody's a huge fan of Terry McLaurin. But Terry right. McLaurin is not in the Pro Bowl this year without Heineke. No right. way. Even the touchdown throw last week, the big play down the field. To, I mean, they have a really good chemistry. And I didn't see that chemistry with Carson. Yeah. Maybe it happens, you know, this weekend. But right now, I think Taylor Heineke, I mean, I could see, I, I've heard what Ron said. And, you know, it's his choice. If, if he thinks you're looking for a spark right now, I'd rather just go with a guy I know can move the team. And I like the way the team is constructed. They have to be a little bit more explosive. But well, that's a lot to ask against San Francisco when you had chances last week. No question. JB, do the stats back up Taylor over Carson? What's it looking like? I mean, the eye test does, right? I mean, we can see it. The eye test on the field very well does. The stats, they are pretty much even. You know? Really? Completion percentage, 62.2 for Heineke, 62.9 for once. Passer rating, 89.6 for Heineke, 86.3 for once. But I do want to say this stat, MJ. Wentz has played in two win-and-in games. Mm. He's lost them both. Oh! Week 17 and 18 last season. Come through, JB. I mean, that, that does a lot. Um, I just think Baldi. Carson, you know, I, I've known Carson, and I'm not here to badmouth Carson, but no, no. he is a guy that has to be coached hard, and mm-hmm. sometimes he really fights against it. Like, his mechanics just fall right. apart. Right. And, you know, the fact is, is he's always been the biggest, strongest guy, North Dakota State. Um, you know, where he was a dominant player. And I don't know that he's ever, I mean, Kurt Warner has talked to him, and yeah. I don't know that he's ever really learned the mechanics of how to throw a football. Mm. And so he, he gets into a lot of hero football type play where he can rescue a play where the protection breaks down. He did one the other day and flipped it to the back Williams for a 20-yard gain. He can make some splash-looking plays, but just the simple throws, like sometimes – you know, they, they go into the ground, they're behind the receiver, throws that have to be in a certain spot. He's not there with them. Beyond that, there are things that you just can't teach, and that is having the locker room, like you've said before, 
you either have that that yep. X factor of leading the team of guys being able to be able to galvanize these guys and get out there and have a spark, especially in crucial times of the year like this. Week 17, we don't have time for people to be like, all right, guys, no. here we go. They got to know you're going to walk in there as the leader of, of that offense. Look, he, he, had, he had a great stretch in his second season mm-hmm. in 2017 before he got hurt against the Rams where he was he was really on top of his whole game. But yeah. he had he had a guy there, the quarterback coach. That really coached him hard, mm-hmm. told him, read, the, read him the riot act in the offseason between his rookie year and second year, and said, if you want to be great, this is what you got to do. Right. And it's really the only time I think people have gotten through to him. He struggled in, in Indianapolis. He struggled in, in Washington. That's why he was benched. And it seemed like the team took off once Heineke went in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, the facts are the facts here. Um, all right, let's go to one more in the NFC East. Daniel Jones, it's been such an interesting year. We saw the start that this Giants mm-hmm. squad had at the beginning of the mm-hmm. season, and we sort of knew that Dayball was going to come in and add that level mm-hmm. of improvement from there. But then after their bye week, things sort of took a turn. We had yep. two losses, then a tie, then another loss. It, it's just been strange. Jones back, looks, fires one over the middle, and the pass intercepted. Well, it was a bad throw. When you talk about quarterbacks under pressure, Daniel Jones has been under pressure for several seasons now. How much pressure is he under right now with this giant seat on the precipice of, of the I don't think he feels it. I honestly really? don't think he feels it. I think Daniel Jones pl- just plays the game. Hmm. I don't think he hears the outside noise. How do you not feel it, though? Because he, it's just the way that he's wired. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just, he's not, he's not into the press or the press okay. clipping. I mean, that's good to a point. I'm sure. Yeah. Look. But the fact is, is that they went through the first half of the season, MJ, and they really didn't have any passing attack. They didn't mm-hmm. know who you could mm-hmm. count on. Kenny right. Galladay, like none of these guys, you know, were practiced. But over the last couple of weeks, this Isaiah Hodgins, yeah. who was, I think, a seventh-round pick for Buffalo. Joe Shane had him up there from Oregon State. He's kind of locked down one, posi- one position. Richie James came in as a punt returner. He's locked up the slot receiver position. And Darius Slayton has really come on as ZX and a speed guy. And... Bellinger got healthy, and Saquon is a great receiver. He's got targets now, and they actually have a passing game. And the offensive line, Evan Neal got back at right tackle. They've gotten better. Glowinski's been solid at right guard. Feliciano's been good at center. They've they've had a a revolving door at left guard. But they look like a real offense right now. And they went to Minnesota, and they had plenty of chances to win that game Mm -hmm. against a really good football team. Now, there is no moral victories or anything like that. They're disappointed they lost the game, but they competed really well. And they looked like a, to me, they looked like a playoff team. Right. They took Minnesota right to the brink, took a 61-yard field goal to beat them, right? And so defensively, we saw them the week before against Washington, where you saw, you know, you saw these guys really, you know, Ojolari, and you saw all these young players, you know, Dexter Lawrence, and, um, and these guys really showed up. And Wink is a phenomenal coach yeah. on the other side. What Brian Dable's doing is amazing. But he's really kept Daniel Jones. He's been a runner. He's been a playmaker. And now I think he really trusts some of his receivers. You could tell that he's actually practicing with these guys. And you can see that the practice and the work is, is taking it to the game field. JB, how improved are Daniel Jones's numbers this year compared to what we've seen previously? Well, MJ, he's averaging a career high in completion percentage with 66.5 and passer rating 90.7. Um, one thing to touch on, Baldy's... Uh, comment about the Giants wide receivers. Week 16 last week against the Vikings was the first time they had three or more wide receivers with 75 or more receiving yards in a single game. Only the second time over the last six seasons. So if they can get the things rolling together with the wide receivers. 
it's, you know, it's looking good for them. It's but really what they've good. done is they, they've really defined roles mm-hmm. for these guys. Like, you know who's, who's doing what. Yeah. You know, Richie James is a pure slot guy. They run plays for him right now. Hodgins is a guy that's a good route runner. He doesn't have great speed. But he knows how to – he beat Patrick Peterson a number of times yeah. last weekend. And so you can see Daniel Jones for the first time actually – because I felt like for much of the season, if you were trying to make an evaluation of Daniel Jones going forward for the Giants, you, you still have to give him an incomplete. Because, sure. like, mm-hmm. who were you throwing to? Like, Bellinger was hurt. Uh, Cardarius Tony was invisible. He didn't practice. You know, Galladay was, was horrible. I mean – he didn't have anything to work with. Right. All right, I want to hit you on one more Jones, Mac Jones, mm-hmm. over in the AFC East. What a what a weird year, uh, not just for this Patriots offense, but especially for Mac Jones and his development. He's, he's sort of dealt through a lot this year. Mac Jones, blitzed oh, by Von Bell, got away from oh. him, but he gets buried. What, what is your evaluation of him? Well, if you're in week, you're going into week 17, mm-hmm. you throw nine touchdown passes, and you're the starting quarterback. Like, Yikes. that's, I, I mean, under any circumstances, you know, when you're looking at these, at the leaderboard, and they're in the 30s, you know, it's like you can't compete if you're not getting right. the ball in the end zone as a quarterback. Like, how are you going to compete? How are you going to be able to keep up with Buffalo, with Kansas City, with these elite, with Cincinnati, with these elite teams? You need a quarterback, and part of it is the offense. It's it's just stuck we've, in the mud. We've seen him yelling from the sidelines, let's throw the ball, like yeah. let me do what I do. Okay, well. It's credit. W- look, we, we thought there was question marks about how this offense was going to be constituted mm-hmm. uh, going back to who was calling the plays. Right. And so it's the offense just looks stuck. Now, they, they've got Ty, Tyquan Thornton. He can run. They, they took a go shot to him the other day. If he catches the ball, you know, Mac Jones looks a whole lot better. Um, mm-hmm. There's a good throw. But they, they just don't attack. They just don't attack. And it, part of it is maybe they don't trust Mac Jones. Part of it is they're just always going to be a run-first team. They just don't open the offense up and give them a chance. Do you think this was a year of progress or regression for Jones and the Patriots offense? If they get to the, I mean, if they get to the postseason again, I mean, right. if, then there's a, a, a real possibility to do that. You can make an evaluation of the postseason. Obviously, last year against Buffalo was a disaster. Mm. You almost wish you didn't go to the postseason the way they played. <laughs> right. But if you get to the postseason second year in a row, I mean, that's something to build on. Yeah. But I think the, the passing game, uh, it has to be upgraded, period. The, the players, the position, the go-to guys, I mean, I, the whole thing looks like it's just secondary, like just a secondary offense. Yeah, not at all what we were expecting from any team that's led by Bill Belichick, but certainly I, I think we expected more of a spark after what we saw last year from Mac Jones and that offense. I think, you know, the defense has played so well at times. Mm-hmm. You know, they're taking the ball away, and they, these young players, Marcus Jones, are really good. Josh Uche just keeps getting better and better. Like, I, I feel like you should be playing better complementary football when mm-hmm. you have a defense like that. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, 
Green Irish. Shop now at a store near you. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Wednesday, December 28th, and this is NFL Total Access, the podcast. All right, so two QBs in our TA game of the week that aren't feeling this type of pressure, but maybe pressure when it comes to that MVP conversation. This is why um, we have the TA game of the week, and it is Bills and Bengals. I want to get a Hall of Fame take on this. Kurt Warner's talking this matchup with an unsurprising focus on the quarterbacks, of course, Josh Allen and Joe Burrow. What do you like about what Josh Allen is doing? Well, there's a lot to like, MJ. Uh, you know, I like the fact that he's aggressive and he attacks and he threatens defenses every time he steps on the field. You know, I could use a little more, uh, you know, I guess, you know, understanding of when to take those chances and when not to take those chances. But I like the fact that he's aggressive and he's waiting for the defense to just make the littlest of mistakes. So I love the aggressiveness of Josh Allen, the way he threatens defenses. But there's been a number of times this year where he does that a little bit too much and it's put the ball in harm's way. Mm -hmm. That may go a long way, you know, with the way the Cincinnati Bengals defense is playing to determine who gets this win and maybe who gets the number one seed in the AFC. Thanks, Kurt. We will see you on Sunday for game day morning. All right, another guy that's in the MVP conversation, of course, is Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. I mean, no regression there. Everybody was concerned when Tyreek, left Patrick wasn't concerned and for good reason he's still playing that caliber of football that Mm -hmm. we expect he's the best player in the league yeah I mean Patrick Mahomes is everything that you want your quarterback to be he's the face of the organization he's a fierce competitor I watched him warm up um on Saturday Mm. and somebody threw him a football from the stands and he started kicking it (laughs) like he was messy like what like yes he was kicking the football like it's a soccer ball (laughs) and like he was keeping it like, there's nothing he can't do with the ball in his right. hands or his feet. 
Like, he's just a remarkable, remarkable player. You take Tyreek Hill out of the offense, and everybody said, oh, this offense could be reg-. He's got 37 touchdown passes. Like, he's just the ultimate competitor. Right. And he gives them a chance every week against any opponent. JB, give, give us the numbers. Come on, because I know they're outrageous for Mahomes. Mahomes has already registered his fourth career season with 4,500 pass yards Come on. 35 pass TD. Only player who has more, Tom Brady. With <laughs> He's in that category. Absolutely, and this is why there was that comparison, that juxtaposition when they faced off between the GOAT and the kid. This mm-hmm. is the next generation yeah. of quarterbacks in this league, and he is at the top of that class, no question. All right, a guy who didn't start off quite as hot, but as of late, we've seen we've seen a little spark there from Trevor Lawrence, mm-hmm. worthy as of the last few games. This offense, sure. what yeah. Doug Peterson has done with his offense is amazing. It's so smart. Evan Ingram's been in this league now for, you know, six years. He's never been. Mm-hmm. He looks like Travis Kelsey right now, Ooh. the way that they're using him. And nobody saw that type of ability. Right. But Doug did. You know, he mm-hmm. was a, a big proponent of signing him. And now they've got an offense that's kind of built around his ability to beat man coverage. But right now, the offense just makes sense. The offensive line has really been solidified. Uh, signing Brandon Sheriff was was just, he makes everybody better. They lost their left tackle, Cam Robinson, but Walker Little stepped in, played really well uh, the last two weeks. But really, all their weapons, whether it's Zay Jones or Marvin Jones or Christian Kirk or ETN, like mm-hmm. the offense makes a lot of sense. And the it's just great seeing development in anything in life. Yeah. You know, I don't care what it is. When people develop, it's always growth is a good thing. And to see the development in Trevor Lawrence, and, and part of the development is he can throw the ball where he wants to throw it. He can put it where he wants to put it. And he didn't always do that at Clemson, right. and he definitely didn't do it last year. But we're watching an emerging quarterback that's going to be in that conversation with Joe Burrow and, you know, that next tier, that top tier. He's He's he, he's climbing the ladder into the top tier right now. Look, I'll be honest. I had dis, I had basically thrown away the Jags at a certain, halfway through the season, yep. right? But they've 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 proved us wrong three rings in a row. You know Doug really well. What is he telling this team right now? So the great quality of Doug is he is the master collaborator. Mm. Like he can take information from everybody. All right, and so everybody feels included. All right, including the quarterback, the coaches, backups, and then he can give you the play, he can give you the game plan, he can put it all together. Yeah. So he's a guy that, you know, has, can really compartmentalize a very complicated game and give you the simple solution. I like that the, that the Jaguars has sort of surprised the rest of us. I would imagine that internally they knew that they were capable. Of well, I think the big game was Dallas. Yeah. But that was, that was the, the coming out party, Cowboy fans filling up that stadium. Mm-hmm. And to beat the Cowboys, mm-hmm. um, the way that they did, I thought was – like, you, sometimes you just need that seminal moment. Yeah. And I felt like that's the moment where they go, we can play with anybody. Uh, JB, early in the season compared to now for Trevor Lawrence, are your little charts just going all different ways? Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, in the first eight weeks, had 10 passing touchdowns to six interceptions. Since week nine, 14 passing touchdowns to one interception Ooh. with a 108 passer rating. He's on fire. You love to see it. Okay, Trevor, I see you. My hair nemesis, but in the best way. He's the best. We've had him on Total Access quite a few times. Um, another team that's, that's really starting to click right now, and I suppose none of us should be surprised by this, but here we are, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. So now we're going a little bit more old-school quarterback here. It was, it was rough for me watching it last week against my team, against the Dolphins, Baldy. But if there's anyone who can sort of get a team clicking, and I think he had a little bit of help, of course, yeah. from, from the Finns, too, um, but... 
Rodgers is always a guy you can, you just can't write him off. No, I don't think you should. Yeah. I don't think you should. I mean, he's, you know, he made a throw the other day to Mercedes Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, avoiding pressure in the pocket, and second read, and, you know, he gave it one of those Aaron Rodgers flick, and you go, the arm is still the arm. Yeah. Rodgers comes up throwing, left side of the end zone, touchdown, Mercedes Lewis in the left corner of the end zone. He still has the golden touch. Yeah. He still sees, like, he tried to get Miami with, you know, 11, 12 guys on the field the other day. He almost <laughs> did, and Mike McDaniels beat him to it and called the timeout. But, like, he just sees everything. Yeah. So he sees everything. He gives you a chance. Like, they're beat up in a lot of different ways. Totally. But, you know, to go on the road, Tua didn't play well. He helped him out, all that stuff in the second half. But they still they found a way to win the game. So they've won three in a row. Uh, they had a bye week in between, so they've had a good month. Yeah. You know, and so that always helps you go to practice. You're in it. You know, you've got your rival Minnesota Vikings this weekend at home. The fans will be there. Like, it's it's a great feeling to be playing a meaningful game yeah. right now when, what were they, four and eight at one point? Right. Now they're seven and eight. So, like, that sort of the, the balance came back into it. We spoke to Aaron Jones on Total Access yep. um, right as the bye was coming to an end, as he was getting healthy. Yeah. And I asked him about tuning out that noise mm-hmm. after starting rough to start the season. And he said, that's what we do. We keep it as insular as possible. It's not pretty out yeah. on the field, but what else are we supposed to do but hunker down and focus and try to coach these young guys up? And we've seen the difference. Well, Watson, I mean, wow. Showtime is an amazing player. Yeah. Like, he never misses a hole. Like, his eyes are just amazing. But, you know, he's such a valuable player for this team, whether it's in the passing game, protection, running, complimentary football with A.J. Dillon. Like, it's... It's a great one-two punch. It's a real mm-hmm. strength to this team. So you got to play to your strengths, right. you know. And so he's certainly going to be a big factor against Minnesota because I, I don't think Minnesota has anything near a championship-level defense right now. And I think Aaron Rodgers feels the same way. How's Aaron Rodgers doing on the stat-wise this year? He's having a down year, MJ. Um, he is having a career-high 11 interceptions, and things are looking rough. Not the kind of career highs that he's <laughs> that he wants or that we yeah. that we expect um, from. Well, everything's down. I mean, yeah. his yards per attempt is way down, way under seven yards per attempt. That's because he's for weeks he could not get a deep ball. He couldn't right. get a deep shot. Christian Watson has helped. Romeo Dobbs has helped. He, he had a couple last week, but they have really struggled to get the deep ball, and that's. The loss of Devontae, for sure. Mm-hmm. But this Christian Watson, you know, he I got like hurt him. against the Dolphins. But yeah. if he's out there against Minnesota, like he is, he's a live wire. Yeah. You got to get, he'll find ways to get him the ball. Have we heard anything on Watson, JB, in terms of, of potentially being able to play this week against Minnesota? Watson is day-to-day oh. right now. Yes. I mean, that's not the worst. Yeah. not the Still worst some status to have, um, for sure. All right, let's go to one more GOAT. Tom Brady. He's been through it this year, Baldy. My goodness. Not just off the field, of course, as we know, the headlines were all over the place, splashed with what was going on in in his personal life. But it just was not clicking with this Bucs team this year. No. And it's it's really, you know, the offensive line, they lose Ryan Jensen, you know, right away. I mean, he was the first guy that Tom Brady called Mm -hmm. when he came back was Ryan Jensen. Yeah. You know, and, you know, Ryan was in free agency and he talked him out of it. He got a contract for him and he got hurt. So that that was that. And then they lost Tristan Worth for a number of weeks. You know, so the offense line was young and inexperienced. They couldn't run the ball at all. They're still the worst running team in the league. So there's no balance to their offense. And, look, Mike Evans has been a great player. But these guys look worn out. Yeah. Like, you know, Godwin's coming back. Sometimes the second year after an ACL tear where you re- really regain your footing. And Julio's been in and out of the lineup. I mean, it just hasn't, you know, they lose Gronk, which was his safety net 
on third downs in the red zone. Yep. So even the GOAT needs pieces, you know, that, and, yeah. you know, you're breaking in two rookie tight ends. They're not, you know, they're not Gronk. So, you know, there's, there's, you know, and the defense kind of fell apart at times and there's new coaching, you know, staff. Yeah, it's so. not all on Brady, obviously. It's not all yeah. on Brady. So, but, you know, he's still throwing the ball really good. Mm-hmm. It's just that he's throwing it to the sidelines instead right. of down the field. And the offense, because he doesn't trust the protection, the ball just comes out way too fast. And, and you and go up against good teams and good defenses, you're not going to get explosive plays. And yet we see these game-winning drives yeah. late in the fourth quarter for Brady time and time yeah. again. It's Same unreal game. with this Arizona man. Game, yeah. yeah. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Wednesday, December 28th, and this is NFL Total Access, the podcast. All right, so I want to get your thoughts quickly on the rookies because several of these, especially the ones who came from a backup position, have really hit the scene and hit the ground running. Let's start with Brock Purdy and the Niners. I mean, we know with him, set up for success, but he's really done his part. Purdy going to throw for the end zone, wide open, George Kittle, touchdown! Four straight games where yeah. you, you, there's no way that you could think, if you took his name off the jersey, you'd mm-hmm. think he's a rookie. He plays with an impeccable pocket awareness. Yeah. He sees the whole field. If you make a mistake, like Tariq Woolen made a mistake 
on the game against Seattle a couple weeks ago, and there was Brandon Ayuk behind him. He found him. Um, he can find the secondary receivers like he has Kittle. Kittle, I think, already uh, he's got a career-high touchdowns. He's got four in the last two weeks. Right. But right. I think, I mean, he's got four from Brock Purdy in the last two weeks. And so some of it are design plays, but some of it are just freelance plays. Career-high eight touchdowns. Career-high. So he's been a big part of that. Nobody's even talked to the fact that Debo Samuel's hurt. Right. He hasn't even been out on the field. Not even on the field. And for, there was a time last year, if you know, if he was not there, like this whole team fell apart. Mm-hmm. But now it helps that you have Christian McCaffrey. Sure. But nobody's even talking about the loss of Debo right now, which is amazing. Yeah. Because of his skill set. But yet, Brock Purdy... I mean, even the interception he threw last week was a drop by Juwan Jennings. So, like, he's, you can't even get him to make a mistake. Let's go to Atlanta real quick. Desmond Ritter was a guy that at least David Carr and I felt pretty impressed by him and what he did leading up to the draft. He had that whiteboard segment with Mooch, with, and Mooch was pretty impressed by him. What have you seen now that he's stepped up? I've um, seen growth. I've yeah. seen growth. I mean, he was better last week. Um, it was like the Drake London show. Here's Ritter from the pocket, looping for London. What a catch. You know, the first week, he had no pocket awareness at all. He, he just looked like a rookie making a start. Last week, he was much more calm. His play-action fakes were, he really carried them out. They got the ball down the field. They moved the, the ball. Um, you know, the offense made a lot more sense to try to help him. A lot of max protection, yeah. two receiver outs, um, play-action, get the ball to Cordero, to Tyler Algier. Like, the offense started to make more sense, and he looked more comfortable in it. Your immediate res- response to hearing Pickett to Pickens. Yeah. First for the end zone, touchdown, George Pickens! Kenny hit it with a laser. Is that the future? It is. And you, know, you saw it, though, in preseason. I was out there in Latrobe this summer, and you could see that Pickens was going to be a star. Like yeah. his body control, his swag, just his fun approach to practice, and just his talent was yeah. ridiculous. And so Pittsburgh has always been able to find receivers, no at, you know, forever. Uh, they found one. And now this Kenny Pickett, it helps that you start 49 games in college. <laughs> that Makes part. a difference. So, you know, even on that field Saturday night for the game winner, like he's been in that situation on the snow, mm-hmm. frozen field, freezing weather in Pittsburgh. He's been totally. through it. Yeah. And, it and it showed like he was not uh, the quarterback on the other side. Had trouble in that weather. No question. Kenny Pickett didn't have any trouble. Let's switch over to Tennessee because we're very excited about what we saw in brief spurts from Malik Willis towards the beginning of the season. He stepped in 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 Brian Tannehill's injury there, but hasn't quite been what we wanted him to be. Willis keeping, breaks a tackle. Willis to the 10, spinning to the 5, driving, big pulled into the end zone. What's your evaluation? Well, uh, you just, you, you know, you just need, he, he's a great kid, mm-hmm. um, really great kid. Got a smile on his face. Yeah. Wants to learn. They don't have, I mean, Ryan Tannehill doesn't have weapons to throw to. Right. You know, Traylon Burks is hurt. hurt. Like, they, there's just very little to work with right mm-hmm. now in the passing game. And so, I feel like he needs the rest of the season, which he's going to get, and he needs a whole off season, and they need help around him. Right. Last question for you. Closer to... One of your home cities will say, is Mike White the future for the New York Jets? Well, he's, he's had two opportunities in two straight years. He's gotten hurt both times. Mm-hmm. He's hurt multiple times yeah. this year and multiple times last year. And so he shows you flashes. He was a phenomenal athlete coming out of high school in Fort Lauderdale. Big time baseball player. Um, you know, ended up at West Kentucky, but he was recruited. Like, he's got all the skills. He's yeah. 6'5", he's, he's big, he's got a good arm. He's tough. He's a very tough kid. 
he's, he's got to stay on the field. And he's got a great chance in Seattle this week and then in Miami the following week to maybe elevate this team into the playoffs. And if he can do that, then he's going to be in the conversation for next year. To do that, my Dolphins are in trouble, Baldy. Yes. All right, Baldy, thank yes. you for that. Great evaluation there as we take a look at the quarterbacks around the league. All right, join us on Thursday for a breakdown of the big game of Week 17. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.